Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast, episode 50. Today, we're going to talk about why your landscape business should focus on being proactive. Hi, everybody. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Molchan. And before we dive into talking about being proactive in your landscaping business, we just want to say that we're super excited because this is our 50th podcast episode. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, it's we, pretty exciting. It it's is exciting. It's exciting for us because it's not always easy to get it done. We're busy people, you yeah. know, work, kids, whole life, all of it. Um, so sometimes we're, you know, recording these at the last minute, but we made the commitment to get one out every week. And ever since we made that commitment, have we missed any weeks? Maybe one? Maybe one, but I think we've stayed pretty consistent throughout. Yeah, we committed to getting it done, and we're doing it. So, hey, we're excited. 50 weeks straight of podcasting. Woo! Yep. So, And we wanted to thank you all for listening. Uh, we created the podcast to share our stories um, and, you know, just the war stories of being in the landscaping business field. Sure. Um so uh, we hope that you can learn from everything that we have done. A lot of from it. our mistakes, too. right? So. Yeah, right. <laughs> learn from everything that we've done, good and bad. So thanks again for listening. Please tell all your landscaper friends to tune on in, and if you could leave us a review over in iTunes, that would be fantastic because um, that helps with ranking. Um, so then we can just reach more people. Yep. So yeah, we definitely definitely appreciate any reviews we can get. So yeah, preferably good ones. But yeah, so let people know we're out there, um, and if you ever have any. Um, Suggestions for episodes, we're always open to that. You can just email us. Yep. All of that information's in the show notes. So anyway, we'll dive right in um, to being proactive in your landscaping business. Because if you kind of feel like you're stuck in the rat race and you got too many things going on, you yeah. you might be not being quite so proactive. I don't no, know. You, you may feel a little overwhelmed and kind of feel like you're a firefighter rushing in to handle everything from a customer that calls a complaint to to the guys forgetting to take a tool out to the job site, um, you're basically just in reactive mode. You're just kind of handling those situations as they come. As they come up. You're not yeah. necessarily putting a lot of forethought into how to stop these things from becoming issues in the first place. Yep. Is that a good explanation? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So some things, you know, they happen, you react, you wash, rinse, and repeat. Um, you know, we've all been there, and these things are going to happen all the time in your business. Yes, but but sometimes, unfortunately, as the landscaping business owners, we kind of just are like, this is just what it is. We're stuck just taking care of everything as it flares up because that's our life. But if you kind of take, there's even like little steps that you can take to be more proactive um, in your business. Uh, and then that can help with these little spot fires that you feel like you're always putting out. Yeah. So, you know, we're big on system procedures here. Um and it's key to like, it was key to helping our business grow and, you know, and taking a lot of those headaches and stress things away from us. So, yes, because yeah. we probably into implemented them a little bit late because we yeah. were already pretty big. Yep. Yeah. We, we were doing pretty good size. We had a pretty decent sized business and things were just chaotic. It just seems like we're running around like crazy with our chickens. Like, like a chicken I think everybody <laughs> gets to that because you can kind of just like fight your way through it when you're just starting out and when your yeah. business is kind of small. But then by the time you've got like four or five crews, things get a little it gets a little hairy yeah so we you know we basically <laughs> found that by implementing the system procedures it definitely decreased our level of stress and, and made things run a little bit smoother so yeah um because you're not going to eliminate everything like 
People are, you know, crews are going to forget tools. Um, customers are always going to complain. Things are always going to happen. But the, the more you can do to prevent them from happening or have a better system in place to handle it once it does happen, yeah. the better off you'll be. Yeah. So kind of a little share, share a little story, um, you know, a situation we basically had and kind of really got us going on on implementing system procedures. Um, it was basically a tool issue. Um, and it was a big issue with us. And it basically my father, when I first kind of started really working with the company, you know, not outside of high school, I guess. Yeah. And not just being in like being in on the business end of things. I was, I was, you know, out in the field doing everything, you know, um, my dad would go out, do the estimates and everything would be in his head. You know, we had proposals and contracts and all that stuff. But he didn't share it with us. Everything, you know, all the tools, everything that we needed. All for the, the specifics job. of the yeah. job were in his head. Yeah. Like you might know that you have to like lay whatever sod, sod but you don't know if are you getting big rolls? Are you getting little rolls? Yeah, um, right. What do you have to cut you know, around? Whatever. Yeah. We're not, you know. Are for, you taking out old sod? So <laughs> everything was in his head. So every morning we come in, we'd have to go tr- track him down wherever he's at. He's on the phone or whatever he's doing. And mind hey, you, we had multiple crews at this yes. point. So he's trying to get. Everybody moving. So I'm going up to him, asking him, hey, you know, what do we need? What do we need to do? So he'd tell us, you know, shovels, rakes, brooms, you know, whatever it is for that job. And so whatever he had in his head. So we'd get all that stuff. We get out to the job site and oops, we forgot something. You know, he forgot, oh, you know, we got to do this drain tile or or whatever it is. He would forget about it. And and not not to blame him because he had so many things in his head. You can't keep track of all that stuff. Nobody can keep track of all that in in their head. It's literally impossible. Yeah. So kind of at that point, after seeing this over and over again, we realized, you know, something had to change. So, um, you know, what what can we do to try to solve this? So we actually started taking actually PVC pipe, putting on our trucks, like the dumb trucks and stuff, Putting up there and putting our rakes and brooms and shovels. It would be a big piece of PVC, yeah. like um, that you like would stand six up. Inch, eight inch, yeah. yeah, that you'd stand up in the back of the truck, um, and then yeah, so rakes could stand up in it and stuff. Yep. So we started doing that, um, and that and that had helped. You know, it, it, you wouldn't forget the shovels and rakes, but because they'd already be on the truck. Yeah, but then little things were getting forgotten. You know, string lines or hammers or whatever else. So our next step was. I actually created a checklist of every single tool and piece of equipment we had in our business. You know, everything like everything f- from streamline to like skid steer. Yeah, plus everything was in there. Yeah, like ran the gamut. So then I I would have my dad. You know, in the morning he would come out to his office and he would grab the sheet and he would put down. You know, check off. Okay, we need rakes, shovels, broom, streamline, chalk, whatever it is. He would check it off. And that definitely helped. Because um, you could even do that the night before or yeah. whenever. You could even do that when you first um, signed for the job so it's all fresh in your mind. You don't have to wait to do it the morning before. But Yep. And that, and that uh, helped. Um, again, was part of it was getting him to do it. But when he did it, it definitely helped. And, uh, you know, we, we had less issues of forgetting things. Mm-hmm. Things kind of went on. We progressed a little bit more in growing. We actually purchased a, uh, a box truck. And that was great because we could put everything in there. All our t- little tools could be inside there. We're not having to unload it at the end of the night because, you know, if you get back, if you have just a single truck, you'd have the shovels and rakes and everything in there. You'd have to take them off, put them away for the night, and then do it, all, you know, reload it the next morning. Where we had the box truck, 
everything was inside there. We had a toolbox, you know, for irrigation. We had a toolbox for lighting, whatever it is. We had everything kind of separated off, and that that worked out really well. That it saved us a lot of time from unloading, and everything was in there. You didn't forget about it. Um, and then eventually we ended up getting, you know, trailers and we would customize enclosed trailers where everything was in there too. So, I think that's a popular option. I see yeah, a lot of people doing that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the way to go. So. Yes. Um, cause if you're just starting off, I know that like purchasing box trucks and, you know, these big customizable trailers can, can seem kind of pretty far off, yeah. but even just making those checklists is going to make, that's the great place to start. It's yep. going to make all the difference in the world. Cause literally no one can remember everything. Nobody. Yep. We eventually end up getting to the point where we have um, our estimates or estimating system would actually print out the work order and, and have on there some of the basic stuff. So that's kind yes. of a little more advanced. We got so fancy. Yeah. Yes. Um, but th- and this all didn't happen at once. I guess the point is you start with what you can do yeah. right now. If you can't get a box truck right now or go buy a brand new trailer, that's fine. Start with the checklist. If you're already doing something like that and you're ready for the next step, then there are next steps that you can take. So, but it doesn't all happen in one year. It just it takes time, and you'll figure out what's going to work for you. So. Yeah. Another issue we start you know would have is uh, uh, customer complaints. Everybody's favorite. Yeah. 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 Um, and. And this is where being reactive doesn't help because if you just, because then somebody calls and then you're just all mad because then you have to go out there and like, they're just kind of an inflammatory situation to begin with because nobody likes handling complaints. But in my opinion, if you have a system in place to deal with complaints, that takes some of the stress off of it because you're not just reacting to this negative thing, which is a complaint. If you have a system for it, you're, you, you just know how to process it in your brain better. You don't get that like fight or flight, like Bleh, I'm mad now. Yeah. Like you're like, Oh, okay. A complaint came in, but here's how we're going to handle it. Yeah. It just takes some of that mental stress out. Does this make sense? It oh, takes yeah. some of that mental stress away from you. Yeah. And one way you can actually have this or handle this is actually having your foreman of the crew be in charge of you know that complaint. So if they get a complaint about whatever they did, and this is where the proactive yes. is is if you have the system set up to where your foreman handles it, that's being the proactive. Um, and so an example of how they would handle it is basically it, you know when whoever's receiving that phone call takes it down, puts it on a, a sheet of paper, and then you know when that crew gets in the end of the night, you tell them or they know to look for it, whatever however you have it set up to look for the sheet, and if they have a, a complaint sheet there. They would take that, and they would be in charge of handling that situation. Um, right. Whatever foreman was out on that job. Yeah. Um, and th- this could be, there's a number of different ways you can do this, but um, you know, you allow your foreman up to a certain amount, dollar amount, to kind of handle that situation if they can. Well, first off, I would give them a time frame. Yeah. Step one that's going to make this easier for you is have your foreman handle it. Yeah. Step two, give them a time frame. Like all complaints have to have at least initial contact back within 24 hours or whatever, mm-hmm. or 48 hours, whatever time frame you set. So then you know, you don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, are they calling them back? Did they do this? Mm-hmm. You can kind of like forget, not forget about it, but you can kind of let it go a little bit because you know, okay, our policy is that they have to get back a hold of them within this certain amount of time. So yes, they will be getting back a hold of them in a timely manner. Yeah, and then then there, you allow them to have a certain amount, a dollar amount to, to handle that situation. So yes. Um, and one thing by having the foreman of that crew deal with it, mm-hmm. um, they don't want to deal with problems. They don't want no. So <laughs> they will prevent as many of them up front that they can. Yeah. So this <laughs> system in place makes sure that they're you know 
trying to prevent this from ever happening again, you know, so yes. they don't want to deal with the complaints. Right. So it, it's just another another level yes. there. Put them in charge of it. Yep. Mm. Give them a time frame to get it done. And then thirdly, um, give them like a certain dollar amount that they are able to handle on their own. Like if if whatever it's going to take to fix this problem is like $200 or less or whatever dollar amount you want to mm-hmm. have then let that foreman just go ahead and take care of it because then that is just less mental strain on you because then you don't have to worry about it. Like $200, that's, that's not a lot of money. Your, your time and your brain capacity are worth letting a foreman handle it for 200 bucks. Yeah. And you know, if it gets higher than that, then you may have to step in as the owner or, you know, certain, certain, certain situations require you to step in, of course. Oh, yes, but, but this is kind of filter out all the little BS yeah, yeah. crap. You know, they that, didn't plant something somewhere or they didn't mulch or, or trim. They nicked my bubbler pop-up. Yeah. Just let them fix it and yeah. be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Basically, these are these are two examples of how you can go about being proactive in your landscape business. And these are like some of the easiest things to get started doing this, I guess. It is. Um, and I, I, I like to talk about training your employees all the time because if they catch on to how you're being proactive and you're trying to get things to set up to run better. Hopefully then they'll realize, Oh my gosh, when we have these systems in place or when we kind of have a plan for things, it's not like a hot mess of garbage. And so, and they're the ones that are out working in the field all the time. And then hopefully they can come to you and be like, Oh, this is something that is always chaos. Can Mm -hmm. we get a system in place for this? Can we make up a procedure for this? I mean, listen to your employees, get feedback from them. I guess we might be getting off on a training your employees tangent, (laughs) but if you train your employees to want to be proactive, then that's just going to be all the better. Yep. And, you know, I guess kind of go along those lines of what you're talking about. You can have, I've heard other companies have what is a, what's BS meeting or something like that. So what's BS around here meeting. So if there's a problem in the company, we all get together, have a quick meeting and discuss, you know, what they don't like about something or how things are handled. And you discuss it and come up with a game plan on how to do it. And that's, again, this is being proactive in your business. Oh, completely. So because if you are not taking what they say, like as like a personal insult to like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, you're not running your company. Well, <laughs> it's um, if you're just taking their honest feedback as, "Hey, what can we do about this?" Yep. Um, then that's a, a good thing. Yep. And basically, all these in the end will basically allow your crews to be more productive and make more money for you, and save the business time and money. I guess too. You know, this all end, saves so. you time and money because yep. anytime you're saving time, you're saving yourself money. And I'm always big on saving yourself mental headaches because I don't know. We had a lot of them, and so. Well, and thing too is is look at how you know we first started out. I said we started the pipes in the truck, and then we moved to this, we moved to that. You have to start somewhere, so it may not be the perfect setup at the beginning. No, but you will as long as you get started and you're trying to make take actions to you know correct things and make things easier. This process gets easier as you oh, go. Oh yeah, can, it's totally a process. Yeah. Anybody can start doing this, even if you only have like one or two employees. You yeah. can start doing this. And this is basically what a proactive leader does. Yeah, you identify these situations and to get out in front of it. So, and that way, like I said, you're not just like blah, I got to deal with this, blah, I got to deal with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, to me, it just helps like who ease your brain. Like if your brain knows, oh, okay, a call is going to come in for a complaint. But, you know, Jim's going to take care of it within 48 hours. And then if it doesn't get resolved, then I'll step in. It just lets you breathe a little bit. Yeah. Let you we bre- we you need know. that as owners. Right? <laughs> so. Yeah. So basically, we 
hopefully you're taking some of these ideas and, you know, and start creating these systems and putting these policies in place because the end it does make it easier, not just for you, but it makes it easier for everybody in your business as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. These are just two quick examples that just worked really out. You know, so worked for us. Yeah. So today we challenge you to take a look at your business and start with items that you're stressing out right now. You know, what, what's causing you problems right at this very moment and write down this, write down five issues that are causing you problems at this moment and take a look at how you can improve those and, and make them better. You know, is there it, something? Can you? Is there something as simple that a checklist that might help that yeah. might help it, or a policy, or a procedure, or a or training your team, or, or something. training your team, something? Yeah. What would what make your? I'm all about the easy. I'm yeah. I'm a little lazy. I just want things to be as easy as possible. So that's how it should be, yeah. right? <laughs> and uh, once you start doing that, I can guarantee you'll start to see improvements in your business and actually even in the culture of your business because the guys see that you're trying to work on the business. You're not just doing things over and over and over. Nobody wants to work in chaos or if they do, they're crazy. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you let things continue the way they are, it's just going to stress you out more than, than what's needed. And, you know, and you and, and it rubs off on your guys too. Your guys will see that. And Oh yeah. If you yeah. are stressed, everybody will know it. Cause yeah. I mean, I'm just going by experience. Some people can get a little snippy and grumpy when they're stressed. <clears throat> I don't know who you speak about. Yep. Who so. are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again, we challenge you today to write down five five issues that are causing you problems and and get solving them. Start starting. Excuse me. Guess I need to get, get solving. Yeah. Get solving uh, them. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> no. Um. And if you have any questions on um what you can do to help solve some of these, like I said, drop us an email or you can hit us up on social media and we would be glad to help. Yep. So thanks for joining us today and have a great day. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review today. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button while you're there. If you're ready to take the headache out of running your landscape business, head on over to milliondollarlandscaper.com and check out the Academy program. It's where we compiled everything we know about running a landscape business in one convenient academy.